Yes, sir. This is March. It's your boys blitzing with BS. Let's just clear something up right now, okay? We said last week that we're whole lot of BS. Scratch that, cancel it, never happened. We marked the podcast wrong. We said the wrong things. Life goes on. You know, everybody's going to start with mistakes. We're all human here, everybody. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. I just want to say thank you to everybody that has been listening to us. Yes. And thank you for all the support. Yeah, we love it. Honestly, we got some. I got some texts. I know Shane probably did too. I had a lot of people saying, "Hey, killer job on the podcast," and it means a lot. Like I respect, I respect the love, especially because we're putting ourselves out there. We don't do this a lot. I think it's my first podcast I've ever made. First thing I put on the internet besides like a fucking Instagram photo, and I think it's huge to get all the support and stuff. Um, and symbol of that, I actually have a fortune cookie here from when I ate at PF Chains a couple nights ago. To, you know, celebrate a new start to the podcast. So here, if y'all can listen to me opening this up real quick. This plastic is strong. I just launched that across the room. Give me a sec. <laughs> Got dust all He's over He's been hitting head. the weights too much. All the weedies. All right, here we go. Our first ever episode with a fortune cookie. We got, you will gain wisdom from the next friend you meet. What kind of, that's some, that's some feel good, wholesome stuff right there. I mean, honestly, we Feels started good, off this, po- we're starting this podcast off real good. I start with a good intro from your boy, Brian. Shane's out here killing in a hoodie. I listened to driver's license before we got on here. It's a good start. It's a good start. We're having a head start. And you know who's ha- who else is having a good start? Oral Roberts. Oh, my goodness. Yes, they are. I mean, sorry, I'm eating a cookie right now, so I'm going to meet my mic real quick. <laughs> Oral Roberts has been pulling off upsets. Their first week, my bracket gets destroyed. Because me personally, I had Ohio State going into the Elite Eight. They blow them out. Well, not blow them out. It was by a three-pointer. Let me re- let me. You know, rerun. <laughs> uh, they felt like a them. fucking panther. <laughs> then they destroy Florida by again mm-hmm. just a three pointer. <laughs> you keep just saying destroy like they're beating them by twenty points. Or Roberts they're is... destroying the other team's integrity and their brackets. I'll be honest. I didn't have Ohio State going far. I had them had like Elite Eight, I think. But gosh, not round of 64. My bracket was busted within, what, two games? My my one bracket I made this year, I had Oklahoma State winning it all. That aged very well. They lost last night by 10, so my bracket's completely busted. Uh, I sat out on my patio last night in a foldable chair because I moved everything out of my apartment. As you guys know, I'm, I literally have a chair, a table, and an air mattress in my apartment. I sat out and looked into that desert sun in Tucson in my lawn chair with one tear rolling down my eye when Oklahoma State lost. It was heartbreaking. Yeah, it's tough to see that the real OSU actually showed out in this year's tournament. That's 100%. All, the real OSU has now changed. There's a new tier ranking. At mm-hmm. top tier, since that win, Oregon State, the Beavers, are number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, simply because they lost by 10, is not going to be Oklahoma State. It's definitely the Ohio State University at number are you two. Kid- they lost and in then the first round. Number three, Oklahoma State. Let me tell you why. Because Cade Cunningham – Hardly made any shots against Oregon State, and it was really hard to watch out there for the supposedly number one pick. Then in prime time, all the lights are on him. What does he do? Succeed or fail? We saw the answer. Yeah, I do not support that. Cade Cunningham is definitely the number one pick. And if anything, we're second. We we went further than Ohio State did. Ohio State got sent packing on the first day by Oral Roberts. 
Oklahoma State played Oral Roberts this year, and guess what they did? They beat them because we're not the trash team like Ohio State is, bro. All I'm going to say, Ohio State below. That brings us to another good one. I actually – we actually – there's a lot of upsets this week. Oregon just upset of Iowa. Um, right now, we're recording this Monday at like 3 o'clock my time, uh, almost 4 Shane's time. Um, and we're watching the Abilene Christian UCLA games going on right now. Two underdogs that no one expected to get this far, for being completely honest. But, yeah, we love it. Love the March Madness. It's in full swing. You know, in a year full of changes, March is like no other March that we've had before. We have teams that have never made it to the Elite Eight or Sweet 16. A team that has to do with Oral going into the Sweet 16. Loyola, Sister Jean is hacking. They're going into the Sweet 16. Syracuse, Rutgers, oh, they lost today against Houston. That's a yep. tough loss because no one likes to see Houston win. Houston is that college basketball team that just plays good defense, so it's really hard to watch because all they're doing is – I mean, look at the score, 60-63. to 63. If you look at all the other scores, that is one of the lowest, and there's mm-hmm. a reason because Houston's defense is insane. That is why they are where they're at. But let's see. The next matchup in the Sweet 16 is going to be Syracuse. Red hot on offense, going against a great defense. Tough matchup. Yeah, before I dig into this other half of this fortune cookie, because we all know you have to eat the whole fortune cookie for the fortune to come true. Um, I'm going to give my pit. My bracket got busted. I think Alabama's going to be the team to watch. Shane loves Syracuse. He loves Buddy Buckets. Um, I, I like Alabama. They play good defense. They got good shooters. I don't think they're going to go far. Um. I just think it's also really funny that a team named Oral Roberts won't go down, which is just kind of funny just in the whole scheme of things. <laughs> gog gog over chomp chomp. That's what Florida's saying right now. <laughs> the nation's saying, bro. Yeah, a team I really want to watch out for just because of the game that I watched them play against Drake. Drake had a really big center. And we thought, oh, well, he may be able to stop Evan Mobley. From USC, wrong. Evan Mobley is securing his spot as a high recruit going to the NBA. They beat Drake 72-56. to And now they're going against Kansas, which this Kansas team is not the Kansas team that we're used to watching. Watch USC pull off the upset. Yep. USC uh, beat Marvin's room. But I don't know. Kansas isn't that great. I mean, I watched them all year. They kind of got... Towards the end of the year, they came on strong, but they got knocked around by Baylor and Oklahoma State. I mean, all the Big 12 teams, they kind of need to stick it out and win. Texas fell. Oklahoma State fell. We have the Boomer Sooners just fell. I think now all we have is Baylor and Kansas in. We need to show out strong. But, I mean, what can you do? Life goes on. Then you die. My overall favorite team to watch this year so far has been Syracuse. Their zone on defense is really just humiliating teams' offense. Teams think that they have a plan to go against Syracuse's zone until they're in the game and realize that every shot they thought would be open is suddenly closed out and they can't make it. 100%. My favorite team to watch is Alabama. I like Alabama. Uh, I like their basketball team more than their football team just because, you know, I I don't like them. Nick Saban, I don't like him. Oh, that's, that's just that's it. I don't like him. But their Alabama basketball team, I like them. I think they're my they're probably my pick if anybody's going to beat Gonzaga this year. Uh, Gonzaga's led by Jalen Sugg is a two way star. That boy could probably play quarterback for most your favorite D one schools, and probably then yeah. go cross up your favorite D one player. He's insane. Yeah, he was Mister Football and Mister Basketball his senior year of high school a five-star recruit in both sports. It's really fun to watch. And Gonzaga is the team that I have and that I chose to win this, like a lot of people did. I mean, you look at the teams that they've played, they're beating high-caliber teams by at least 10 points or above. This team, they have four players that are in the top five for their positions. I've This team is probably the best Gonzaga team that we've seen. 
and I truly expect them to dominate this tournament and still come out with the win. Yeah, see, I was, uh, you know, back in high school, I won the Heisman. It's pretty crazy, but no one gave me a Mr. Football Award. Don't know why. They don't want to talk about that yet. I was just built different, you know, but it's cool. That's whatever. <laughs> um, I mean, there's not much else we can say about the bracket. We're kind of at that point where, like, we're looking at it. Most of the teams you expect to win didn't. Just remember that. Um, we kind of can't really do anything else. There's still games to be played for the second round, and then Sweet 16 starts this later this week. But next week when we come out our podcast, we should have it out before the final four, so we'll give you some more thoughts then. Uh, right now, actually, I have a list that I want to go over. Uh, most people do their winners and losers of the week. I have heroes and villains. I think it sounds cooler. And plus, I'm a big uh, MCU nerd, so I think it sounds cool. That being said, let's get into it then. This little segment I like to call heroes versus villains. All right, so my heroes of the week. We got people to watch the podcast. Like, thank you once again. Love the support. Love the little messages that are, like, nice. Love them. I know Shane appreciates them. I really appreciate them. Just out, outgoing. I got a couple names here that actually reached out to me. I didn't ask if they wanted to be in this or name drop, but I'm going to name drop it anyways for clout. Uh, we got my cousin, Dallin, his wife, Kate. They both reached out to me. They We were taught playing Rocket League, and they both said they liked it, which means a lot. Uh, John Rogers, my buddy up at GCU, Shane, one of Shane's buddies too. He reached out and let me know how he's feeling. Little Vikings fan. Love to see it. Price Bowen. I love Price. Love Price. Uh, Price is probably one of the best athletes I've ever watched played for our, like in person. He's insane. Love him. And my sister, Naldo. Uh, it means a lot because she doesn't really like sports that much. But the fact that she went out there and watched a, a sports podcast just to support me is pretty cool. I guess it's kind of payback, though, because I went and watched all of her Nutcracker dances. <laughs> Love you, Naldo. Um, then we got Loyola Chicago and Sister Jean. Upsets on upsets for them. And then Sister Jean apparently has God on speed dial. She sent up a prayer that said, I hope that Illinois doesn't shoot more than 30% from the three. They shot 29%. Dang, get her on my team. I need some help in uh, chemistry. Uh, and then Oral Roberts, obviously. The team that won't go down, ironically. And then the last but not least is Taysom Hill's agent. That extension he got is crazy. Four years, $140 million. If I had him managing my finances, I, I don't know what I'd do. Shane, do you have any heroes for the week? Yeah, I think we all know. If you've been watching March Madness games and you've been watching the same games I have. I haven't. Well. <laughs> the hero to me for this week, I've got to go with Mr. Buddy Buckets himself from Syracuse. I would put this whole team of Syracuse as this because of their zone defense. It's really fun to watch. Just them confuse every offense that, ever, that they can throw at them. But watching Buddy Buckets wearing KD's number, he's doing fadeaway threes from near the logo, contested, and just draining them, not even hitting rim. He's one of the most talented players I've seen, and I, he's really fun to watch. Still staying in basketball, my villain for this week. It's a guy that it, it's really hard for me to put him as a villain because I've loved him for so many years, ever since the 2016 Lob City Clippers. Blake Griffin is going to be my villain for this week simply for the fact that he is ring-chasing Signing with the Brooklyn Nets, I know Detroit isn't where you want to be, but let me tell you, when teams do this, I mean, when players do this just for a ring, they sign to an already star-studded. They, the Brooklyn Nets now have James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and the two players that were essential in the 2016 Lob City Clippers, DeAndre Jordan and Blake Griffin. That is a crazy starting five that is almost full of all-stars. I mm -hmm. i don't want to cut you off here either. He finessed all of us. That boy was out there playing for the Pistons like he couldn't touch rim anymore. He was acting like he's washed up. And then out of nowhere, the first points he scored for the Nets is a dunk. That boy had us finessed. And you know what? I don't respect that. But, you know, what can I do? Maybe the elevation is lower at Brooklyn. I don't understand. 
overall, he's a villain for what he's done. And I this is why I don't like Kevin Durant. This is why I don't like players that do snakes, this. bro. Snakes. They're snakes that just are chasing a ring and a paycheck, and I don't want to see it anymore. Mm-hmm. Facts. My other villains of the week. These ones are one of these is near and dear to my heart, but we'll go over that the second one. Uh, the first one I have Ohio State. The least of the OSUs, let's put it that way. Ruin my bracket and probably a lot of other people's brackets two games in. Taryn, I mentioned him before. Taryn, he had Ohio State winning it all. Not the best pick, don't get me wrong, but destroyed his bracket two games in because they can't beat a 15 seed. Ohio State's one of my villains. And the next villain, I'm sure if most of y'all know me, I'm a, I'm a big Bears fan. And it pains me to see what we've been doing with the offseason. And it pains me to see how our front office just doesn't care about us. Ryan Pace. You know what? It was Ryan Pace. I'm going to go all Bears upper management because they're just sitting by idly watching this shit. We we signed Andy Dalton to a one-year $10 million deal. We have no money. We have no money. We are the equivalent of broke in the NFL. We signed him to a one-year $10 million that we don't have. So to make room for it, we cut our star corner, two-time pro bowler and all pro, Kyle Fuller, to make room for a red, the red rifle. And then Mitch Trubisky goes, and he goes up to Buffalo, flies all the way over to the land of hot sauce and hot wings, and signs a one-year, $2.5 million contract with the Bills. If you're telling me right now, I want any of you guys listening to this, to stare me in the face and tell me that Andy Dalton is better than Kyle Fuller and Mitchell Trubisky combined because he's not. He's not. And that I just upper bears management. What are you guys doing? I don't understand it. You guys are just playing me for a fool. I can't show my face in public. I can't wear my Eddie Jackson jersey. I get clowned for it. Love Eddie Jackson. I'm gonna put this out there right now. Ryan Pace, if you're listening, look at this as an opportunity for you to sign me on to be your lead scout and your lead negotiator. I won a fantasy football championship last year in a 10-man league i'm a three-time <laughs> three-time super bowl winner in a madden connected franchise i won a state championship in high school i was a runner-up in state for baseball i am the guy you need i'm a natural born winner please sign me and if you will i'll turn it around that's all i gotta say 21 strong ryan pace and the rest of the bears management I hate y'all yeah, it's it's hard to watch. Well, not for me because I'm a Broncos fan and we're doing great in free agency. And we signed Kyle Fuller, who he's talking about. I hate you. He wants to be back with Vic Fangio, and he did it. He knows where the better coaching staff is. He knows where the better team is, and that's why he signed with the Denver Broncos instead of the Chicago Bears. I wouldn't say better team, but I'd say, definitely say better coaching and front office. Well, Vic Fangio used to be a bear. Of course, he's the better coach. But that's enough for me ranting on about why the Bears are screwing me. I could go over for like – I could do a, a week-long podcast on why I don't like the, the Bears' upper management. But we got more pressing issues to go on to right now. And when I say more pressing issues, there is a huge issue that we need to talk about in sports today. And it's me and Shane's opinions on what are the top 10 sports movies. I'm sitting, we're, I was sitting there drinking my chocolate milk last night. I was like, hmm, I wonder what Shane's favorite sports movie is. He told me his. I was like, that's not mine. Debate ensues. Madness ensures. Shane told me some things I can't repeat on air because it was so harmful to me. But, hey, we're here to give you the truth about our top 10 lists. I, we allowed five honorable mentions, too. Hope you don't mind, but... I want you guys to know these are all subjective too. These are our opinions. If you don't like these movies, I don't know. Sorry. Yeah, and the credentials I went off, and don't even get me started about why my ears are still bleeding from what Bronson told me last night. (laughs) Uh, I chose these movies off of if I've actually, not other people's opinion, I want to go off by if I actually watched them, my emotions when watching this movie, Mm -hmm. 
how many times I've watched this movie because the truly great movies are the ones that you can watch over and over again and not get tired of because of how amazing they are. Mm-hmm. All I'm going to say is my credentials is uh, not a lot of y'all know this. I told Shane an hour before we started filming. I have an Excel spreadsheet of every single movie I've ever seen ranked from one to 10 and an Excel. I think it's like, 730 items long i keep i add on to it every time i watch a movie it's insane if you guys want to like like see it like hit me up on instagram and i'll send you a link to my podcast i'll send you the link to it and you guys go in there and check it for yourselves that's all i gotta say um that's enough foreplay for it let's get on into it we'll start with our honorable mentions shane you want to hit them with yours yeah so i have five honorable mentions when I was making my list, it, it was hard. I was trying to choose, man, could these could these movies fit in? Just because yeah. of how much I've watched them, how much respect I have for them, the feelings I had during them. Now I'm going to choose one, then Bronson will choose one, so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll break my first, yeah. One of my honorable mentions is going to be Major League. It was hard for me not to put this one in my top 10 just because of how original it was and the acting in it, phenomenal. The only reason it's not in my top 10 is because me personally, I've never fell in love with baseball. And some will say, but let me say this. Uh, I do love Wild Thing, Charlie Sheen, Rick Vaughn. It was great. You make my heart sing. You're so groovy. This movie was a true, it just depicts about general management's destroying a team and wanting them to. And this was basically players in protest of that, just like how Bronson is in protest of the, of the Bears organization. It's based um, on a true story. It's the 2020 <laughs> Chicago Bears. <laughs> If they sign players like these players, they got wild thing at quarterback. Who knows? Jim McMahon's coming back? (laughs) No. What you need to realize is Charlie Sheen is the Red Rocket. Don't, don't, don't say that. I'll tell you what. You know what? If this episode gets 100 streams... Which is, which is quite a bit. We got, in all honesty, we got like 40 last episode. If this episode gets 100 streams, I will get the wild thing haircut. I, my hair is pretty long, by the way. So it, it would hurt, but I'll do it for, I'll do it for the podcast. Uh, my first honorable mention, it's actually a really good movie. It, it, it pained me not to put it on, but I have so many great movies on this list. Uh, I have The Blind Side. A uh, true story about Michael Orr, his coming into uh, the fame and the fortune that he did in his high school story and his college story. Beautiful story. I really liked it done. Sandra Bullock's hot in that, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I just couldn't find myself putting it on there. There's some other movies that I've seen a lot more I, that are more memorable for me. The only reason I recognize, remember The Blind Side was because I was looking at a list this morning of like just of all sports movies to look through them. And that was on there. I was like, oh, shit. Might as well put that in. So that's how that's my first honorable mention spot. Yeah, I have blindsided my honorable mentions as well. Being an offensive lineman, watching an offensive lineman movie is, is pretty cool to watch because, you know, we're always in the trenches, never in the spotlight. It's the life of an offensive lineman. But in this movie, the offensive tackle was out in the spotlight, and it was very yeah. cool to see. Uh, another honorable mention I have is Hoosiers, a great basketball movie, all-time classic. A failed mm-hmm. college coach gets a chance with it, with the Indiana all-time. It's it's big basketball town. They are basketball in Indiana. Um, it's it was really a great movie to watch. I couldn't put it in my top ten because I have some great movies there, but it was really great to watch. And I've watched it plenty of times. Yeah. And it was great to see a small town team go to the ranks of national teams. I mean, it's, that's a good, it's a really good story. I've uh, seen a couple times on next honorable mention is a uh, bull Durham. I'm not sure how many of y'all seen that. 
Shane's shaking his head. I don't think he's seen it. Uh, Bull Durham's a movie. Came out in like 1988, I think, 1989. Has Kevin Costner in it, who we all know is huge in uh, most sports movies. It's basically, it's really good, honestly. It's like Field of Dreams good. I just couldn't put it up there because I haven't seen it in a while. But it's about like a, a minor league catcher who goes down there to teach a pitcher and whatnot. And he has to teach this pitcher how to become more trusting. He's a young pitcher. And I won't spoil it all for you, but it's basically about a uh, realizing what you have and a realizing your talent kind of thing at, a, at an age. And it's a good ro- romantic comedy. No, I wouldn't say it's a romantic comedy. I'd probably say it's a romantic drama movie. It's really good. I definitely recommend it if you like Kevin Costner. But um, it's one of my favorites, but it just couldn't find itself a spot on my list. Yeah, the next honorable mention for me is going to be Creed. It's a movie that just makes me want to run through a brick wall go out and run in the desert and punch a bunch of people it makes me want to be a boxer so that's why it's in my honorable mentions it couldn't be in my top 10 because there was a different boxing movie there obviously yeah uh it was really fun to watch i think michael b jordan is one of my favorite all-time actors uh i think the storyline was very well done i'll be honest i have not seen creed I have not seen Creed. I was going to go. It was between um, Creed or Southpaw, and I watched Southpaw that night. Which brings me up to my honorable mention, Southpaw. Um, it's about, It has Jake Gyllenhaal. Most of y'all have seen it. It has a great soundtrack, Eminem. Shane's looking at me like I just saw he saw a ghost. What's up, Shane? How have you never seen Creed? I just told you. I was... It was between that or Southpaw one night, and I saw, I was like, do I want to watch Michael B. Jordan, or do I want to watch Jake Gyllenhaal, who's all tatted up and looks, like, super gritty? I was like, I'm going to go to Southpaw, bro. It looks, it looks better. I'm going back to Southpaw. Southpaw is another good movie. It's about, like, a, a upcoming boxer. Uh, I don't want to spoil it too much, but he basically falls from grace, and it's all about his struggle to get back where he was. It's really well done. It's very sad, very poetic, but... I definitely think it's one of those you guys want to look into if you're guys looking for a really dramatic um, fighting movie. Either that or Creed, apparently. I haven't seen Creed, but the way Shane talks about it, I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. I'll probably watch it later. I'll put it on my list of movies to watch, actually. Just for you, Shane. Just put for on you, that Excel spreadsheet. Uh, I keep the movies to watch on my notes, okay? Gosh. My next honorable mention and last is going to be a movie that I've watched throughout my whole childhood every single movie that's come out when they went to the Olympics, when they came back and look older, the original. I'm talking about Mighty Ducks. Quack, quack on Flying V Formation. You know what it is. This is this is one of my favorite all-time movies. And it's it, if there was an 11 spot in our top 10, this is where that movie would go. It's one of my all-time favorites. It's a feel-good movie. It's got comedy. It's got romance. It's got everything you want. Uh, I don't know why, but I really love hockey movies. It's weird. Hockey movies are good. Hockey mo- ho- Loki, hockey slaps. Go Blackhawks. Um, did you see what the Disney Plus is doing with it? Disney Plus is making a series for Mighty Ducks. They have the original coach back, too. Yeah. You don't see that shit? You you've never seen so much excitement from my face. He looked he looked just as happy as he did sad whenever I told him the um that I'd never seen Creed. Yeah, Mighty Ducks reboot. Yeah, they're rebooting it. That's pretty crazy. I didn't it's called Mighty Ducks Game Changers. It's a TV series. It it's release dates March 26, 2021. That's immediately so, going on my list. Oh, wait, that's Netflix. Four, LOL. Four days. Four days. Um, the countdown begins. My next movie has me feeling, as Kenny Loggins would say, pretty all right. Um, I'd say I'm all right. Uh, Caddyshack. If you guys haven't seen Caddyshack, that is an f- amazing movie. So many quotable things. Bill Murray's in it as his prime at SNL. Chevy Chase is in it. It's just a star-studded lineup of just Hollywood comedians. It's really well done too. It really holds up well, and it's hilarious. One of my it has the famous line, "Well, we're waiting," and it's just 
Oh, it's just beautiful. It's about a bunch of Caddyshack boys. And I think, honestly, if you were going to go watch a, a golf movie and if you wanted to get a good laugh and, like, not watch Happy Gilmore, the Caddyshack's the way to go. My last honorable mention is also, I, since Shane had one of the same ones, my t- last honorable mention is The Fighter. Have you seen that one, Shane? But Mark yes. Wahlberg and uh, Christian mm-hmm. Bale. By the way, Christian Bale is one of my favorite actors. That boy is so versatile. That boy can do anything he wants. It's beautiful. Like, he's amazing. But that's a movie about, like, a, a fighter who's falls from, he has one good fight and falls from grace. And it's about his brother trying to fight, carve his own path and his brother's addiction to drugs. It's amazing. Another one of those really good movies that would make you just, it's really dramatic, too. Another good fighting movie. But here you go, Shane. Give me a sec, ready? And to start out, Shane's top 10 movies that have to do with sports. Number 10, Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues is one of my favorite all-time sports movies. Uh, It Mm -hmm. has to do with football, obviously. So it is about West Canaan High School in Texas. And as you know, in Texas, football hits different. It reigns supreme over all other sports. And it's kind of like how Friday Night Lights is. It has a star player, except this one is going to be a quarterback, Lance Harbor, who is Paul Walker, RIP, legend, actor. He turns up injured after he tries to do a game-saving – well, he does make the game-saving tackle, but it injures him. Then they have this head coach, Bud Kilmer – He's like Hitler at head coach. You're not actually injured, just like every other high school football coach, I feel like. Because when you get injured in high school football, you know. You don't you go know. to the doctor until basketball starts. Um, then you have a bench warmer hero story come up. Name is Vanderbeek. You got Mox, Moxie Moxon is going to be the backup quarterback comes in. He slings a rock. He's not. He's supposed to be a little nerd. Turns out to be a great quarterback. Hates the coach. He leads the team with one of the best characters. There's two characters in this movie, other than the two that I've already mentioned, that are very central. First, Mr. Party himself, Tweeter. Tweeter is a wide receiver. It shows party scenes. He's hilarious. One of the funniest characters I've seen. And then, of course, the OG, Billy Bob. Rest in peace. The actor has recently passed away. It's very sad. But in that movie, you talk about a guy that will run through a brick wall for his whole football team and will just shine in the trenches when nobody's watching. One of my all-time favorite characters, Billy Bob. And that's going to be number 10, Varsity Blues. Hit me with a little drum roll for my number 10 then. You, your mic instantly cut out. I can't hear you. <laughs> Here, I'll just, I'll give it to myself. For my number 10 on my list, I have Varsity Blues. We have the same number 10, honestly. Um, I think the reason Varsity Blues speaks to me, it's a great sports movie first and foremost, but like small town, it's a small town culture. We grew up in a small town. It just hits home. As Shane said, if you're injured, you don't, you just play through it. I think our senior, my senior year, Shane's sophomore year, I know I was hurt. I broke my foot. Alejandro, our wide receiver, broke his hand. Price was playing on a broken ankle or halfback got hurt. Everybody was hurt. It was insane. It was one of those crazy things where we just kind of played and stuck it out. So Varsity Blues kind of hits home because it's just, it's realistic and it's true about small towns. Um, Shane already gave you guys a, a beautiful, beautiful breakdown. And uh, I don't think I can top that anymore, except for uh, rest in peace, Billy Bob. And uh, I'll just, we'll just hand it off to number nine. I think, honestly, let's go to nine. Or Nueve, right? Nueve. Nueve. Um, my number nine, or Nueve, is Happy Gilmore with Adam Sandler. I know what y'all are thinking. But Bronson, you've had so many serious movies in your honorable mentions. Okay, and Happy Gilmore is not a good sports movie. Like, are you kidding me? Adam Sandler is at his peak. I could have put The Water Boy here, but no. I am putting Happy Gilmore about The Water Boy just for one reason. It's just so funny 
when he fights Bob Barker. I find that so funny. The price is right, bitch. <laughs> Best line in the whole movie. And then, uh, it's just so good. About a hockey player that becomes a, he just gets money for hitting lawn drives. Then Chubbs comes up and he's like, hey, you can make the PGA Tour. And he does. And it's a beautiful thing. And he beats Shooter McGavin and wins his green coat. And we it's just a, a good story. Adam Sandler at his finest. I mean, what more can you ask for? Yeah, that is a great movie. <clears throat> My number nine is going to be a movie that really is just, I don't know why. I've always had a connection with it. It's probably just because of Keanu Reeves. Let's all admit it. But it's going to be The Replacements. This is a team, that, this is a movie that kind of went under the radar for a lot of people. But I love the, it's just a team in shambles. They go on strike. So then all the players are immediately cut because they all are in protest of the team. This team <clears throat> then signs a legendary head coach and asks him to basically build a whole team from scratch out of nobodies. They can't be free agents. They can't be college players. It's got to be players that maybe were good and retired or have never even played football. And it's really cool to watch. It's it's some sort of a comedy. There's a romance with Shane Falco. So mm. Shane Falco is the quarterback. Keanu Reeves. Stud. Yes, Keanu Reeves is a quarterback in this movie. What John Wick is twirling the rock. John Wick is throwing the rock. Somebody must have killed his dog because he's throwing darts out here. Um, it's really cool to watch. I think one of my my favorite part about this movie was he – so they signed two offensive linemen, and these offensive linemen were two bodyguards. And immediately as soon as they come to the locker room, these two, I would say around 400 pounds uh, – at least above 6'3", just walk into the room, make Shane Falco look tiny, and then they say, hey, man, got your back in and off the field. And one of the greatest scenes is Shane Falco has this little beat-up truck because he's been out of the NFL, hasn't gone to paycheck. The other – so the NFL, all the players that they cut from this team, they come back and pull a little prank on Shane Falco because they hate him. They hate all the players that they just signed. They flip his truck over. All of his stuff gets destroyed. The two bodyguards come out of the facility, strapped up, <laughs> and start threatening them, and they all run away like little pussies. I love the replacements. And that scene is an all-time legendary of how linemen will always back up the quarterback no matter what, will back up the NFL team. They are bodyguards. They are security. And I think that movie is just one of the all-time greats. I want to apologize for my happy Gilmore. I said the price is right, bitch. It's actually the price is wrong, bitch, because whenever Bob uh, Barker gets knocked out, not when Adam Sandler gets knocked out, my bad. I thought I just addressed that wave head on. I'll let you hit it with um with Ocho. Yeah, uh, for my Ocho, not the Ocho show from the Dodgeball movie. It's going to be Space Jam. Space Jam with Michael Jordan. I know they're coming out with a new one with LeBron, and I like LeBron more than MJ, so I'll probably like that one more. A little biased. <laughs> but this is an all-time classic. It's the first time a character kind of goes into a whole different universe to be with cartoons that little kids watch, the Looney Tunes. And I'm not just going to say little kids watch because I'm sure adults do too. Watching Bugs Bunny be his teammates to go against some monsters, and then the monsters take the abilities of NBA superstars. It's just really funny to me, also, that they chose Muggsy Bogues as an NFL as an NBA superstar to take the power from. I mean, out of all the other, I guess that's the only player they could actually get. But it was really cool. <laughs> the budget uh, wasn't that I big. loved. <laughs> I I really liked watching just Michael Jordan just hooping again, just absolutely dunking on aliens i mean what more can you ask for and then at the end of the movie he comes in on a ufo into the baseball field to introduce that he's still playing baseball i mean it's an it's an all-time ending to an all-time movie it is uh, it overall is. great overall greatness in the sport of basketball that is made up but it is hey. funny it's got everything you need yeah 
that's 100 percent for sure it was a great movie my number eight is a basketball movie but it is not space jam my number eight is coach carter and coach carter i think honestly is one of the best if not the best uh, basketball movies out there it's so well done it's based on a true story which makes it even better it's about you know I feel like the whole point of it, it's like, even though it's a true story, the whole point of the uh, the movie is just so basketball is temporary for them. Like, but their academics are for like being smart and being well prepared for the world is what's more important than playing high school basketball. And by doing this, it shows like the true, like the true point of being an athletic player or a student athlete. I, it's really well done. Samuel L. Jackson really shows probably his best acting performance since like Nick Fury in the MCU. Really well done. Uh, one of my favorite players is Timo Cruz. That boy was the original Steph Curry. That boy would pull up from anywhere. Um, that movie was just great, honestly. Um, I can't really say anything else. We used to watch that on every single bus ride, I feel like, for basketball. It was that movie. And I think, honestly, it did the trick. Coach Carter, number eight for me. Easy. We'll go to Siete. Um, and that's Major League. I have Major League as my seven. Many of you might not know this. Um, Major League was my favorite movie. Or not my favorite movie. It was like baseball is my favorite sport. That's what I meant to say. A huge baseball guy. Love baseball. That's, that's probably my best sport in high school too. Um, I loved it. I really fell in love with the game at a young age. And Major League was kind of like a funny look at the Major Leagues. Because when I was a kid, like I always viewed the Majors as all these bunch of these cool athletes and stuff then it shows like the funniest part of it you got pedro sirocco a guy who's praying to a a, a cuban a deity and just hitting absolute bombs willie may willie may hayes who's just stealing bases and he hangs all those gloves up on his wall and of course wild thing you make my heart sing watching charlie sheen walk out rocking those glasses pumping 99 it was just beautiful it was beautiful and then there's dorn everybody hated dorn but he was so funny and that's just a, i was just top tier movie everybody loves major leagues cleveland indians only time i'll ever like them <laughs> uh shane i'll pass it over to you for your siete yeah for my siete you know i gotta go with gridiron gang it's an all-time movie that has to do with The Rock. So The Rock is the main, he's a, a director of a juvenile detention facility. And in this juvenile detention facility, there's a lot of gang members, and but they are all athletic. And he thinks that bringing football into their lives is going to help them not only get out of the gang life, but also make them strive for a better life in general mm -hmm. and to get away from that activity that just causes so much self-harm um they turn young inmates into a football team and then he gets other high school programs to go against them and it's truly inspirational that uh no matter what situation you're in in life you can get out of it and this time it was by using a sport mm -hmm. and i thought it was very uh it's a different movie that i couldn't stop watching it's a great movie. It's kind of like a um a heavier Coach Carter for football, or a more serious um, Longest Yard. Uh, yeah, I've seen Gridiron Gang a couple times. Really like it. Really cool movie. It's beautiful. So for my sake, I got Glory Road. I this movie was played, I think, in every basketball trip I ever took in high school and middle school. But overall, I do love the movie just because it has to do with a team that's very close to where I live and where I'm from. It's about a team from UTEP. Back then, they were Texas Western. Texas Western yeah. is what they were called. And now they're called UTEP. They were still the minors back then. And then Don Haskins, who they have a stadium named after him for the NMSU team as well because he coached there in basketball. Overall, legendary coach. It's cool to watch him and his coaching strategies throughout the whole movie. It's a team that, and this is very important in the civil rights movement, this is the first ever team that had an all-African-American starting five. Uh, and he went out and recruited all these players from New York, 
almost everywhere throughout the world. And it goes through his recruiting process of him tr- finding these players and then, then having to go from a big city to a full culture shock, being that close to Mexico, they go to Mexico, they have some fun. It's a fun movie to watch. And it's also their race to go to the national title and see Texas Western or Utah at a national title game against Kentucky at the end of it. And Kentucky at that time was a very racist team. So to watch those fans just bash on the players during the whole game and then just have to focus on the game and stay in the game. It's really cool to watch. Yeah, uh, it's a it's really motivational. Movie. Awesome movie. Great movie. Yeah. Uh, for my CS, I actually have something you would see on the Ocho. I have dodgeball coming in at number six. I watched this the other day and nothing gets me. It's just such a good movie. You got Lucky. Yeah, he who? You got Peter LeFleur. LeFleur. And you got Globo Jim. You got Average Joe's. And it's so well done, man. You, know, you have a pirate in it out of nowhere. It's like, what's happening? It's so well done. We talked about it. It's just one of those amazing movies. You watch it once and you're just like, laughing the whole time through there's not a dull moment in it it's a pure comedy movie there's no drama in it there's nothing like oh it's this touching backstory no this is just pure funny and it has so many quotable lines Joni loves chachi oh that's a bold strategy cotton let's see if it pays off it is amazing i definitely recommend if you haven't seen dodgeball go out there and watch it right now it's so good and then uh for number quattro oh no Cinco, sorry. I I literally counted four and I still went for it. My bad. Number number five, I have um Space Jam, who we covered earlier. That's another one of those movies that's just really touching. I used to watch it all the time as a child. I still watch it now. I'm 21. Sue me. Lola Bunny, kind of a baddie, can't even cap. Um, Bill Murray's in it. Bill Murray's hilarious in it. Uh, it's just, it's amazing. I love it. Uh, I think whenever LeBron's comes out, I don't think LeBron's movie is going to be as good, but I definitely do think that it's still going to be good, but I don't think it's going to top the original Space Jam. And uh, that's my five. I won't go over it over because uh, Shane already covered it. For my Cinco, it's a movie that I think everybody was expecting to be in my top 10 and in Bronson's top 10. Friday Night Lights. Now, I know we already talked about a Texas football team. The whole town is putting pressure on them to win the state title. Well, this is that movie. A star player gets injured, Booby Miles. He's their star running back. He, he's insane, got all of the college offers. When he gets injured in the first game of the season, all the hope is lost for the team. And the social problems begin to start up everybody is starting to talk like hey we're not going to do anything this year the whole town is going to hate us and then the new coach that comes in says we don't need to start player we're a good football team and he proves them wrong they make it to the state title and i'm not going to spoil it just in case nobody's seen it it's been out forever but i think you all know what happens in the state title game if you watch it it's it's about a great football team and the state of texas how much football is just everything in that state. It's it's pretty cool of a culture, and it's very interesting. And I think this Friday Night Lights, iconic movie, just sheds a light on that. My number – are we on four still? Are we on four now? Oh, sorry, it's your four. Here's your quattro, Shane. So here's my quattro. It's going to be Coach Carter – Bronson already talked about this a lot, but I just want to add one more thing. Rich what? Rich me. Rich what? Rich me. All-time great movie. If there's any movie that really made me want to play basketball, it's this one. Dude, you saying the Richmond made me just forget a, a movie I overlooked. I overlooked We Are Marshall. We are Marshall. Ow, ow, ow. So for those who haven't seen, that's going to be, that, I can throw that an honorable mention. Great movie. So well done. It's after the whole pl- team dies in a plane crash. Great movie. Yeah, it was a plane crash, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it's based on true story too. Matthew McConaughey didn't love him. Uh, my number so. four. So my number four is, um, if you build it, they will come. Number four for me is Field of Dreams. 
another baseball classic, another Kevin Costner classic too. Kevin Costner stars in two of my favorite baseball movies. Filter Dream is one of those all-time classics. For those who haven't seen it, it's about a um a guy who moves, he feels a calling to move out into the farm and he decides like as he's going out there, he has this instinct that he wants to build a field. He doesn't know why. He just knows he has a calling to this field because a ghost, like something tells him to. Um, so fast forward a bit in the movie, he builds this huge field and stuff, gets it all ready. And then out of nowhere, all these ghosts of modern or uh, past players start coming out of the uh, the field and whatnot. And they play a game. And then he meets his dad. And that's the whole point of him building the field, even though he didn't know it. He meets dad at the very end of it. Great movie, very touching. Makes you want to cry. I probably have cried like three times watching it. Not the point. But that's Field of Dreams. Definitely watch it. Number three for me, though, is my all-time favorite baseball movie, The Sandlot. I know what y'all are thinking. The Sandlot, great movie, but why is it so high? In baseball, we used to watch The Sandlot almost every bus trip. We got to the point where we were like, we had nicknames for each other based on The Sandlot. We like embodied The Sandlot. And it was just, it's one of those movies that's more of, it's great, but it's also more nostalgic filled for me because it brings me back to like times playing with my friends, all that kind of stuff. Love Sandlot, love it all. And I think it's just a really well done movie. And always remember, don't take your dad's Babe Ruth baseball. That's the whole lesson of the story. Benny the Jet, man. Yeah, for my number three, again, you know, I talked about how Glory Road, it was a part of the civil rights, you know, integrating African-Americans into sports. Well, this is going to be the other way around. So the school board was forced to integrate all black school with an all white school. This is Remember the Titans. This movie is amazing. It has so many, there's a rising action, fallen action, just over and over and over again. It, it's a movie that you would think would be so routine and then boom, the car accident. Uh, boom, they have to integrate schools. They hate each other. They get along because they're singing about the temptations. An all-time great movie. I, I don't think it gets much better than this. I think this is the best football movie of all time. Somebody mm-hmm. can argue with me about that, but I'm telling you, you're wrong. Greatest. Strong side, weak side, strong side, weak side. It it's it was just amazing to watch the chemistry that was formed with the coach's strategies. All time great. It's another one of those movies. Also, when you finish watching it, it's just a feel good movie. You feel good about it, and it's just well done, beautifully done. It's one of those movies that it's an all time classic. And I think it's honestly that's that's definitely the best football movie that ever been done. And for number two. I have Rocky. This is one of the greatest all-time sports movie series that I think has ever come out. Sylvester Stallone playing Rocky Balboa. Oh my gosh. Adrian! We did it! Adrian! Just talk about a hero formed from nothing. Just a kid in Philly. This this movie almost imitates the spirit that is within every Philly. I this movie just makes you want to strive for greatness in life, and that without with every challenge, even though it seems too tall, there is a way to overcome it, and there is a way to succeed. Rocky Balboa. It's it's a movie that makes me want to run up the stairs and then just throw my hands up and like just jog around some sweatsuits. Then you just like throw a point roll. <sighs> uh, my number two actually, not Rocky, is also I I took Shane's number three movie. Remember the Titans. I mean, there's not much more I can say. It's it's beautiful, well done, amazing, love it. Next. Oh, we're on our last ones. Oh. Um, my number one sports movie is not a traditional sport. Let me put that out right now. It's not a traditional sport. It's not a movie. It's a documentary. 
and it is a movie or a documentary that had me questioning everything about it and everything about the guy that stars. I'm talking about Free Solo with Alex Honnold. Um, for those who haven't seen it or those who don't know about it, El Capitan is a not just our high school. <laughs> it's also a huge granite face in Yosemite Park. And it takes climbers four to five days, experienced climbers to climb up it. That's with ropes. Alex Honnold was the first and his own the first and only person to free solo it without ropes. And he did it all by himself, no ropes, no nothing, documentary crew. Took him four hours to do it. And it's about his journey, getting ready for it, his mindset behind it. And then like the last 30 minutes are him climbing. And it is so stressful. It, you know he makes that alive. But watching him climb up and just putting his fingers in these small thumb-sized holes and carrying his whole body weight to push up is amazing and so cool to watch. I think it's one of the best sports we've ever watched. I could watch like five times in a row. And I'd still want to watch it again. It's so well done. Amazing documentary. Deserves a lot of love. Alex Honnold is a freak of nature. I love him. It, it's my number one movie. And if I recommend it, if you haven't watched it, go watch it right now. It's on Disney Plus and the Discovery part. Go watch it. Or National Geographic spot. Go watch it. Yeah. My number one has to do with an actual sport. Um, oh, my. Don't even start <laughs> with that shit. I'm just kidding. All sports are an actual sport. This is a movie that I've seen, I don't, I can't even count how many times. I think my mom and my dad both have made me watch this movie so many times just to show me how great America is. Miracle. This hockey movie, and I know it's a hockey movie, but I feel like I'm in love with hockey movies. Hockey might be my favorite sport. That's for another time. Miracle is about a coach. He is hired to helm the 1980s U.S. men's Olympic hockey team. Now, this is when us and the Soviets were really – we really just hated each other. And Still do. We, we know everything that was happening in that time in history. And he says, no. And he says, I want the hot-headed college all-stars on this team. He was a coach at Minnesota, which is a legendary hockey school. In an early match, they go against the heavily favored Soviets. So it's a group of these college kids. And this happened in real life. Mm -hmm. A group of these college kids. And it's, and it's almost immoralizing who we are as America. Because America, in our age, we are like teenagers compared to everybody else. Well, us having a group of wild teenagers that nobody knows what they're going to do going into the Olympics. It's just like, what are you doing? When the Soviets have grown men who have been playing the sport professionally their whole lives. And they're like, what do you, you think you can beat them? And then there's the miracle. This movie, every time I watch it at the end, it almost brings me to tears. Just USA, USA. USA. The whole crowd is shaking the glass on the side of the hockey ring. Everybody, all the kids are crying. The Soviets are pissed. It... uh, I don't, I've never had a movie make me feel the way the miracle does. It is it's, amazing. It's one of the best all time movies I've ever seen. It goes through the process of recruiting the college kids, them looking at the other opponents saying like, well, you're not going to have funding because you guys are going to lose in the first round. Not so fast. Miracle baby. USA. Miracle on ice. It does. That's our uh, top 10 list with some honorable mentions. If you guys have some um, critiques, feel free to mention, to, you know, send us a quick text and be like, hey, you're wrong. And we'll defend it. I have no problem with it. I love me some uh, some uh, critiquing. And um, yeah, I know, I think this has been a, a, not a, a kind of our traditional podcast. I know we talked about how we're just doing more sports and stuff, but I kind of felt like last week we kind of just stuck to one topic. This week we kind of went over the, the heavy March madness. We want to do something fun. We want to do a little list, you know, put our top 10 movies out there for sports at least. Yeah. What do you want to say? Yeah. So we're probably going to continue with the heroes and villains. Yeah. This is something that Bronson came up with, and I think it's a great idea. So every week we're just going to have our hero, our villains, 
It's going to be great. Of course, reach out to us on our Instagram. That is where we're most active with our podcast. Yeah. Reach us with a DM. Leave comments on the photos that we're going to post. Overall, thank everybody for the support. Yeah, thank you guys. Uh, If you guys stuck this far along, you guys know what to do. You can give us a little shout on. You you recommend us to some friends. If you know some friends who like sports, let them know. Like, hey, these guys think they're hot shit. Let's see what you think. Yeah. We don't take anything personally. All feedback's good feedback. Uh, This has been Blitzing with BS. I'm Bronson. I'm Shane. Uh, Thanks for watching. Yes, Yes, sir. sir.